And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. And we're back with another episode of the Startup Hustle. What's up, Wait, Matt? I'm the host. No, dude, I'm the host. No, I'm your mentor. I'm the today. host. Oh, well, but you have your own weekly show now, right? I know. I'm excited about it. I hope everybody's listening. I know, but uh, our producer, Jessica, set, sent you the guest link, which, by the way, is the same link that I have as the host, but I felt like that really <laughs> squared that away. Uh, but, but you're going to mentor me? Yeah. You've mentored me on a couple things. And, I mean, you, you know, I mean, I'm you just, have done 800 episodes of a podcast, so maybe you could mentor me, not me on me how to be a better host. No, that's as that's as the team. That's as the team. And you know what's funny is I don't even know how many I've been on. The estimate is 600. Oh, uh, I bet. we're going to count soon, but yeah. So, but thanks to Lauren and Andrew for helping us get to that number. And you know, while we're talking about it, if you if you're not aware, um, you you might be used to listening to me and Matt on episodes together. And if you listen to the really old school ones. Matt and I, with guests, uh, a while back, we just decided we were going to do one-on-one -on -one conversations, and that's our current show format. But Matt has a weekly show, and that's uh, coming out right around now, right, Matt? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So now both Matts have weekly shows. True. So you, when you say has your favorite show. week, your weekly favorite <laughs> show is hosted by Matt, you yes. get a two-for-one. So, yes. uh, you know... Back to the more serious stuff, like mentioning that today's episode of Startup also is brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. We're going to talk about why mentoring matters. And, you know, man, I think this is a topic that you and I both feel strongly about because you and I, um, well, I think we've both had great mentors in the past and people that have taken an interest in our success in a number of ways, shapes, and forms, but also I think we are both very active in the community when it comes to making ourselves available to give others advice. Um, so, you know, as we, as we get into that discussion, I mean, what, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I think the key word there is advice, right? Like it doesn't even have to be a, you know, real structured mentor type thing. At the end of the day, it's advice, right? We, and a lot of times we all just don't know what we don't even know. And it amazes me, you know, people I meet and I learn stuff from them, right? And I I had coffee with a random dude today and enjoyed the conversation. And I'm sure he probably learned a lot, a lot of things from me. But, you know, you never know what you're going to learn and who you're going to connect with and people you're going to meet. And you just never know. And at the end of the day, just the more people you talk to, the more you can learn. Yeah. And, you know, I think mentorship comes in a number of ways, shapes and forms. And, you know, some of that, um, some of that is really kind of determined by the relationship that you have with the person. Now I'll just use this, you know, we like to use our own, our own lives and examples. So Andrew Morgans, who is, you know, host of weekly show and as the CEO and founder of Marknology 
has been, I have been his official mentor for several years. And with that, that I take a, what does that mean? Uh, well, for me, if I agree to do that with someone, that means I'm going to have priority with taking your calls or giving you input and advice. It also means that I have a couple of rules that come with it, which means you can't get mad at me if I don't tell you what you want to, you don't want to hear. Amen. Um, and also the rule is don't waste my time. Um, so, you know, so some of that is, you know, but Andrew's taking it seriously. In fact, when I expressed looking for other mentees, he said, well, that doesn't mean I'm out, but I think this is, you know, this, I've had a lot of people over the years and sometimes that's people you work with. Sometimes it's people you're around, sometimes it's friends and family. So, um, Matt, who's, who's mentored you in the past? You know, I'd honestly say I never really had officially a mentor, but I've definitely I learned had an official a, one either. Yeah. But I've right. definitely learned a lot from different people that I've worked with along, along the way. And, um, I definitely say I learned a lot working with Craig Farrell at StackFi. I got to give him a shout out. He was our chief operating officer and, you know, he's just very more operational. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm like the product vision guy that kind of runs around like crazy sometimes has a little more ADHD, and he's a, he was a guy that's a little more grounded and thinking about tactically, how do we do stuff operationally, dealing with HR and, and people and all that kind of stuff. And it was just, I always just enjoyed working with him and, and I wouldn't necessarily call it mentoring, but just working with him and learning, you know, how he works and, and how to do things and how he thinks about things and whatever. And you call that a mentor or not, just, you know, learning from the, you know, other people, right. At the end of the day. And, um, I feel like I learned a lot from him from a business perspective and managing people perspective. So I really appreciated my time working with him. I miss him. Yeah. And that, and so in the workplace, obviously people you work with being exposed to every day is, is important. I mean, honestly, Matt, I, I've learned a lot from you over the years. I think we've learned a lot from each other, or, you know, over several years. And, and I, you know, I think that that's always a good thing. Um, and, you know, then there's one, one person who neither one of us have heavy involvement with, but I think Sandy Kemper, ha who's been on the show recently and in the past has been someone that's always made himself really available for you and I, and has helped in a number of different ways. There, there have been a lot of podcast guests yeah. on the show that I wouldn't yeah. necessarily call them a mentor, right? But they're like, oh, we had an amazing conversation with him. And, you know, I've talked to him, you know, a couple of times outside of the show or whatever. That's like, just learn a lot from him. We, we've had a lot of guests like that where just have incredible conversations and, and learn really interesting things from from people. And Sandy Kemper is definitely high on that list. Yeah. And and so that, but, and I say, I bring that up because, you know, it's one thing, it, so sometimes you need advice when you need it, not like yes. three weeks from now or whatever. And and as far as as people I know that have been like wildly successful, well, first off, Sandy is is maybe the most sophisticated entrepreneur I know, um, and on a personal level, and and you know, but with that, if we've had a need or an issue, and I've I've emailed like I mean, I, the dude replies, you know, like yeah. quickly or or opens the door or whatever. Now, when we move, you know, as we move forward, so the the de the dictionary definition of mentor is simple: an experienced and trusted advisor. That's the entire go. definition. Yeah, it's and uh, and you know, so it's a noun and a verb. So that so that is the the like the person, the object, I guess, or that's a noun. Uh, and then the verb is to advise or train. And it's, and it literally says, and then it says someone, especially a younger colleague. Now, 
so there's, there's a few things with mentorship that I, so I've had people like you, kind of like you said, Matt, I've never really had a quote official mentor. I've never been involved in like Hellsberg entrepreneurial mentoring program, Yeah, you know, or things like that, where I had like a structured person that, you know, did stuff. I've had a lot of people that have given me advice and input. Um, and with that, um, I feel that I have uh, obligation to return that favor to the world. And I think as I continue to get a little older, um, I think that there's more things for me to pass on. In fact, here about an hour from this recording, I've got someone stopping by for exactly that, some advice and input. Um, you know, so Matt, what's the, what's the, you and I both get people asking for advice and input. What's the more, what are some of the more common things that people ask you? You know, it's usually situational, right? Like I've, I've got, yeah. you know, a few companies I've invested in over a long period of years and, you know, it's like, Hey, they're getting close to raising capital or selling the company or something. They, they reach out to me and they're like, Hey, you've done this before. Tell me about it. Right. And, you know, I think those are, those types of events are great great places. Like if you're going to go through something like that in life, like that's a great time to reach out to people, you know, that have done it right. And say, Hey, what do you know? What do you know about this? Um, what to expect, what not to expect, what to look out for, like all the different, you know, tell me the traps. Right. And that, that's one of the best things about mentors and, and having mentors and, and just generically advisors, right. And just people to connect to. And as a startup, you go through so many phases where, you may need totally different people to lean on. Be like, hey, I'm trying to start this thing. How would I raise capital? Or how do I get it to market? How do I figure out my go-to-market strategy? How do I figure all these things out? And you just network with different people and you learn from them and whatever. But then a year or two later, you need totally different advice, right? Um, and you can learn everything you need to know by just listening to this podcast, right? Because we have a 52-part series about how to start a tech company um, that if you're listening, you should check out. But it's just, you need different kinds of help along the way. Well, I, you know, I think you have a good point with mentioning the, you know, the tech company series. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes and I'll make sure to, that actually gets in there. Um, but with that, there's this huge availability. Like you look at this podcast, which, the, you know, the 800th episode just came out. Um, I mean, info, the info is free. And it's out there. You don't even, I mean, while having someone that takes an interest in your success is great. Those same people are usually out there saying the same things and doing the same stuff on shows like this or in news articles or wherever. And I, I think that there's never been a time in human history where the blueprint for success was available for free in more places. Well, it's also information overload, right? And it's also hard to know what to trust and well, yeah and that's a good point because some yes yeah, that's who's given good advice yeah and it and it's you you know it's yeah it's, it's who you trust i mean that that's a key and i i've always really enjoyed being a mentor and you know i there there's some local startup accelerators and i've i've been a mentor with some of those and honestly i was actually blown away by how few of people ever reached out like, I mean, like I'm offering to, to sign up for those programs. Yeah. Well, not the accelerators, yeah. but to take advantage of the mentors. Like, you know, I, maybe there were 10,000 mentors on the list and maybe I just, nobody found me, but I don't think so. But it's just, I thought it was strange that like, like one person a year would reach out or something. It was super rare. 
that people didn't take more advantage of it. I, 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 think, I, I think, I think people are afraid to ask. I highly recommend that people reach out and just have a conversations with people because again, you never know what you're going to learn. You just never know. Yeah. It could be like, Oh, their brothers, uncles, sisters, daughters, aunt is so-and-so at some corporation that could really help me too, or whatever. Like you just literally never know. And you never know what you're going to learn and just meet people. So when it comes to getting advice from people, like, um, <laughs> all right, so I'll, I'll say something that pisses some people off. Um, I have a hard time taking advice about entrepreneurship from people that have never been an entrepreneur. Can I add parenting to that? People who aren't a parent, yeah. just shut the fuck yeah. up. Don't tell me how to parent my kids. Yeah. Thank you. Same thing. Yep. You know, I mean, I think with it, you know, as I mentioned, like, you know, well, that's the same thing with parenting. And so you've been sat, sat in the seat and you've lived it and dreamt it. And, you know, I was giving someone some advice the other day and they mentioned something to me. And I said, I bet that advice came from someone that's never been an entrepreneur. And, and, yeah. and you know, and it was just like, and, and that's the thing is it, so I do struggle with that. And I say pisses, I piss some people off with that opinion because I'm often, found or heard saying things like, I don't want to go to your panel about entrepreneurship that is full of non-entrepreneurs. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like you do not have my attention. I'm sorry. And you know, so another There's thing. There's an accountant that, and a lawyer there and somebody yeah, from the VC or, or, and, and. And I don't want to be crappy about people that are, have chosen the academic path in life. And there's some, but I mean, I dropped out of five colleges, you know, and, and I learned some stuff at those schools, but College teaches you that to go from A to B to C to D to E to F to G. And it's the the real path of success is never like that. It's like you go from A to C and you had to skip B because B wasn't ready. And then you couldn't get past D because D quit. D showed up at work and quit on Thursday. So then you had to pivot and you had to go to D.2. And then, you know, and like, I'm just saying it's never a linear path. And the the idea that your airtight plan is going to stay airtight is stupid because it's not. It's not. You know, I was thinking about, you, you've definitely mentored me before. And, and the, the one time I really think about is in Las Vegas. I definitely learned some things from you in Las Vegas. Dude, I, I don't know if we want to say those out loud. Specifically the taco truck. You know, ah. I, I did not realize that the best tacos in the world came from taco trucks, but now I know yeah. it's not Taco Bell. It's taco trucks. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's no, <laughs> that, that is pretty funny. I, I'd love to tell you <laughs> I was the one that found that taco truck originally, but it was not, it was not. And, and, you know, who would have thought that the world's best tacos would be in a parking lot of a store that sold rims in Chinatown? Yeah. It's very not very logical. Yeah, yeah. There, dude. The only reason you the the parking lot was illuminated was because there was a billboard for Wang and Associates, which, had, <laughs> if you remember, had three had three lawyers and their names were written in. I'm assuming it was Chinese, and then there was like a, there was like an American lady, and it was like Brittany Lewis, Wang, and, Wang, and know, Wang. Associates. I don't remember what it was, but yeah. So yeah, reach out if you need the coordinates to the taco truck. I'm assuming it's still there. Um, but you, you know, so, all right. So a couple of things, I think the, who you're getting advice from is important. Um, I mean, honestly, Matt, I, you know, it's, 
people quote me on this all the time. I did not, I was, I did not make this up. I mean, what's easier climbing to the mountain, climbing up the mountain by yourself or asking those on top to pull you up. Absolutely. Yeah. The thing is, is if you're not looking up and saying, Hey, can I get a hand? Like if you're not yelling up, then, you know, because people that are up there are busy. They're still on their ascent. They're not looking down. They're usually looking up and and trying to move forward. So you got to get people's attention. I think the number one way to do that is simply to ask. Well, and the most important thing in any like startup, you know, entrepreneurial business like community is networking and mentors, right? You know, if, if Kansas city, we're based in Kansas city, if Kansas city wants to be successful, the best way is for up and coming entrepreneurs here to be able to reach out to people like us, Sandy Kemper, all these different people and get their advice, right? That's, that's, that's how we help pull them up the mountain, right? If there aren't people like us to help pull them up the mountain, it's just a lot harder to do. And the reason that Silicon Valley and some other places are so much more successful is there's also just a lot higher number of mentors and, and talent and all that stuff around that you can draw on. Well, and a culture of openness, meaning like there are you like the people take pride in the mentoring. They want to pass the advice down. And I want to talk yeah. about that for a second because I'm a firm believer in the fact that knowledge is not meant to be kept. Meaning like if someone transfers it to you, like this is old school, man. Since the history of humans, there has always been a village elder that was passing the knowledge down to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. And you know, that's an important thing because, and so one thing that I think that I really have learned is that that knowledge transfer is important. So you're selfish if you keep it. Someone else was kind and generous and gave it to you. And it's your job to pass it along to others. And I think that if you don't do that, the world finds a weird and interesting way to not award you with new knowledge. And, Does that mean we're officially you know I mean? like old as shit? Is that what is that what you just told me? I'm, like, I'm there, so bro. old now that I have to teach people stuff. Somewhat, you know, and you know, but I, you know, Matt, I'm kind of leaning into it because you know, I turned 47 this year, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not 50, and I'm also not 80, but I mean, it's it's making me reflect a little bit, and I'm leaning into the like Matt, the professor kind of role in some regards. I mean, I do. I've been doing what I do for a long time. So have you. You know, and, and I mean, the guy I had coffee with this morning, I started my first company, I think, before, before he was, was born. born. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. makes yeah. you stop and think. Oh, you're like, the guy, the guy I'm giving advice to, the guy I'm giving damn. advice to in an hour is exactly half my age. <sighs> yeah. Hey. Making me feel old, man. I know. So I want to talk a little bit about some stats around mentorship before we do that. Today's episode of Start a Puzzle is brought to you by Fullscale.io. That's the business that Matt Watson and I own. And we help you build a team of software developers. We have testers, leaders, everyone. It's kind of a business in the box for tech, for tech companies. Uh, we've delivered over 1.2 million hours of service and have a staff of 250 people at the moment. And you know what? We mentor our clients on a lot of that as well. And try say, to help if you them need de- some yeah. advice on how to leverage services like ours. Yeah. I'd be glad to give it to you. Reach out. Go to fullscale.io. There's a tab up top that says get started. Answer about two minutes worth of questions. And we'll be able to tell you afterward if we can help or not. So <laughs> now, Matt, um, 71% of Fortune 500 organizations have a formal mentoring program. I think that says a lot. 
It makes total sense, especially if you yeah. work in the hell hole of corporate of the corporate world <laughs> and you got a lot of attrition and people quit all the time because it sucks. And the only yeah. people that are left are the shitty ones. You got to mentor the hell out of them. Yeah. Isn't that the way there's it works? The old, there's the old story. Uh, mentoring is a form of training as well. And yeah, you know, there's the, the CEOs talking to the COO and and the COO says, well, what if we train, what if we pay a bunch of, put a bunch of money and resources into training these people and then they go work somewhere else? And the CEO says, yeah, well, what if we don't train them at all and they stay? Yeah. I but mean, it's, it's a good point, right? Because everybody's a free agent. It's, it's the same problem yeah. with hiring software developers. Like, oh, I hire a software developer right <laughs> out of college, but I got to train them and I got to get them to learn to do all this stuff. Or I could call full skill and they have like experts that just help me, right? It's like, I have to invest all this time to train people. They get smart and then they just leave. Yep. Like that, it's a problem in business in general, right? Like how much do you invest in training and mentoring your employees? Right. Well, I think the, the, the good people that you really want to keep around, if you don't have that, this kind of stuff or tools or whatever, and, and, you know, I'll admit they that's leave been a challenge. They want to learn. They want to learn. So that's yeah. been a challenge at full scale because the, you know, so we're four years old. And so we're, the pandemic literally splits our timeline in half at this point. And um, we went from having, you know, hundreds of people that came to work every day where one of the big draws for young, talented developers was the close proximity that they would have to senior people. Yeah. And then all people of a sudden everyone from. was remote. And they wanted to stay that way. So, you know, for some of, you know, here's the thing you can, well, this isn't technically mentorship. You can buy mentorship. Like we've been experimenting with Pluralsight, which helps developers like walk through training programs and do a st stuff like that. Cause we don't want to be the organization that doesn't train people and then they stay, you know? So there's a lot of tools out there that, and, you know, there was even a company um, that, you know, Lauren Conaway and I just recorded the top New Orleans startups and there was a company in there that has like ready-made training material. And, hmm. you know, like I thought that was pretty cool because 80% of all training programs are kind of the same. So you get that bulk out of the way that you can customize the other part around it. I mean, bottom line, the ability for you to have a, a mentoring program and then maybe just have a mentoring program where other people make it a point to that you have an assigned mentor because nine out of 10 workers who have, a career mentor say that they're happy at work. Well, I, I think it's usually important, especially if you've got a larger corp a company. I mean, think about us, about us at full scale, right? We we have to think about redundancy in the ranks and what if somebody quits and who are we going to elevate into that position and all that stuff, right? So it's like you're always training who who's the next person up, right? Um, and you gotta you gotta train people and you gotta prepare for it, and it's inevitable people are gonna come and go and. I mean, as a corporation, it's it's important to think about the business continuity of it. And that's that's part of it is training. Well, speak, speaking of being promoted, mentees are five times more likely to be promoted. That makes sense to me. I think, well, I think it makes sense. Well, one, you're clearly been getting good advice, but you're probably getting it from the people that actually make the decisions about whether or not you get promoted. So you can be self-serving there. You know, another 67% of businesses reported an increase in productivity due to mentoring. Yeah. Now the numbers yep. are really pointing towards the fact that this shit works. So you know, my, maybe we should, yeah. My favorite is this last one. 84% of CEOs said mentors had helped them avoid costly mistakes. You oh, yeah. definitely helped me with the taco truck. Like yeah, not you, eating dude, there, 
would have been a well, cost. In Vegas, you could spend like two, three hundred dollars on a meal if you really want to yeah. get top shelf. And why, when we got tacos for twelve dollars and didn't even eat them all, that's like yeah, how you definitely helped me a taco lot truck is. So thank you again. Yeah, both. Yes. If any of you need someone to come mentor you on a Vegas trip, reach out. I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Kind of true. Hey, is it? Yeah, I was just in Disney World last week. And if anybody wants some mentorship about that, I'll be glad to help you. Just don't go. You've been there like 40 times. How many, how many times have you been there? I've probably been there 20 times. God. It is not the happiest place on earth. It is when you get there. By the time you're ready to go, it is not. So it's the it's busiest fluid. place on earth. Yeah, it's fluid. Go so. to the taco truck instead. Uh, so Matt, when when people reach out and want advice or input from you, like what's the best? What 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 are things that are going to get your attention and things that are going to make you be like, nope. You know, honestly, in the past, if somebody would have offered to buy me a cup of coffee or buy me lunch or whatever, usually I would say, sure, yeah, I'll meet you for coffee or whatever. But honestly, these days, now that everybody works remote, I'm so used to Zoom and being on Zoom calls and stuff that honestly, just asking for like a 20 minute Zoom call is even less of an ask. I'm like, you don't even need to buy me coffee. I don't care. Like, I'll give you 20 minutes. Let me jump on Zoom. It's cool. I don't have to drive somewhere. I don't have to put pants on. Like, that's awesome. That's fine. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I, I don't like the coffee invite. Never have. Didn't like it before. No, because I... It's too involved, man. Like if it's from a stranger and like, I don't know who that person is. And like, so for me, I, if, you know, I, I just got a lot going on, man. I'm super busy. I, I have some people that I do mentor like in a structured way. I mean, Lauren Conaway is on that list. Andrew's on that list and, you know, a couple others and, and, you know, to try to like the lure of a free cup of coffee is demeaning in some regards. I'm like, my time's not worth four hours. And, Cause I got to get in my car. I got to go find them. I got to go to the place. I'm going to be there. I'm going to come back. And like, I mean, you're talking a couple hours out of my day. Uh, I think if you want to, if, okay, if you want to get advice or input from people, you need to make it easy for them to help you. And I have been vocal about this online. Yeah. Cause it blows no, my, it, blow, it, make just it easy. absolutely blows my mind how much people ask for help. And then they, they make it difficult for you to help them. And I, it just like, it never ceases to amaze me, Matt. I'm like, God, like, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, it just really does blow my mind. I mean, cause if I really want your advice, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to say, Matt, okay, tell me where I need to be. How long do I have? What do I need to do to make this easy for you? If you tell me that the only time you're available is 2am, then I'm going to come at 2am and I'm going to come to you. I'm not going to make you go out of your way to come to me if, if it's a stranger. And then I think another uh, a couple things are is, you know, you need to consider like what the trail of your invite leads to. So I had someone reach out and want advice from me. Um, the, the, it was like a Facebook message. And I clicked the link that was associated with the, the on that person's Facebook page, like the link to their site. And I got there and it was all lorem ipsum. <laughs> Well, they need some advice and, on their website. Well, yeah, that's not, that's the wrong guy. That's not what I do. So, you know, and then, so, but the thing is, is like, I was considering it. It seemed like someone, you know, and then I got there and I was like, wow, okay. So 
yeah, if you haven't thought that out, like you got to think about like, what's your present lo- presence look like online? What's your LinkedIn profile look like? What happens when I Google your name? So, you know, and that kind that kind of stuff matters though, because people are going to look you up. So if you look like a clown. So like when somebody clown. has asked you for a meeting, I'm just curious, like what is, and, and I'll tell you mine, what is like the absolute like craziest meeting you had with like a random stranger that was in regards to this, you know, kind of networking advice, whatever. What do you define by crazy? Well, I don't know. I give you mine. Sure. All right. So I don't know why this guy reached out to me, but I met with this guy and he had this crazy business idea. And I don't know if he was looking to raise capital or what, but his, his job is he made stuff in China and then imported it and like, you know, small things, you know, widgets, beta toys, whatever. And, um, He's, the problem was he says it took too damn long and, and he was trying to figure out how to do it faster. And so he had this great idea of, of the, the boat would leave China with all the supplies and all the people on it. And then they would build the toys and whatever on the ship, on the boat, yeah, I remember on the boat story, while yeah. it was on its way to the United States. And I just looked at this dude and I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Right. How do I get out of here? This is crazy, dude. Uh, I had another guy that was wanting to, um, he had this idea of, he it, it, he wanted to create like a new cell phone, like to compete with Android and Apple. And there was like one tiny little thing about it that was different. And I just like, God bless you, dude. Like, okay, sure. Like you meet some random people is my point. Like you just never, you just never know. Uh, but uh, do you have any weird I, stories? I- yeah, it's not necessary. So I'm pretty specific about like, I kind of qualify some stuff. I'll do a little online chitter chatter with someone before I'm going to agree. I don't just blindly take the meeting. Um, you know, there's some people that have the school of thought, like take all meetings, explore all opportunities. I don't believe in that. Um, I think that there's some things that just aren't well aligned. And I think one of the things that occurs is when you are perceived as being more successful, especially financially, you get a lot more people that are at, that you're in their rate on the radar for asking for stuff. So for me, I ask why I'm like, what, you know, like, Hey, I'd love to. So the thing that drives me nuts is like, okay, I don't, when you email me for advice about your tech company from your Yahoo email, I've said that a bunch on the show, but it's just like back to the, yeah, I just don't take you seriously. I'm yeah. like, I mean, if you're, I mean, do, would you No. Right. So like, you gotta like have a website. You know, and like, you're not ready for like, have a website, set up your freaking email at it, you know, and like, it's not that hard, like get flywheel.com and they'll help you do it. Like within 10 minutes, it's that hard. <laughs> yep. Right. Uh, you're right. So yeah, that now one thing that I, I have mentioned, so, you know, I think that, okay, first off, no one wants to read your 60 page business plan as an intro. Nope. Right? Hard pass. I had, right. Uh, so I had a guy waiting for me after I uh, gave a speech once and he comes up to me and he's like, Hey Matt, I really hoping you'll take a look at my business plan. And I said, well, what's, tell me what it's about. And he said, I'm going to take down Amazon. And I looked at him and I said, no, you're not. I don't even want to look at it. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, it's like, you're not going to, I don't know what your idea is, but I, you're not going to take down Amazon with it. And I'm not going to try with you or give you advice on it. And it goes back to like the old school, like episode 12, uh, literal Holt advice of like, Hey, I take the cowardly approach. Yeah. That's the, that's the ultimately brave approach right there that you're likely you are, you have a 99.9999999999 repeating, 
percent chance of failure on that one because it's a really tough thing to do. Now, if you came up and told me that you, all right, so we had a met, so we had on one of the New Orleans top startups, there was a company that built a system that notifies people at a hotel when the room service carts back out in the hallway. What? Okay, right. You know what? They're killing it. They're the only people that do it. Right. And apparently in the hotel industry, that's a big deal because the carts sit around. It looks like shit. It's not great. You know, like whatever. But, you know, like you'd have more you'd have more of a chance of getting me what? to take interest in that than like, hey, I'm taking it down warns Amazon. me if there's a cart in the hall. No. So I guess in that. Well, I don't want to get too far off track. No, it tells the hotel like the service. So I guess what happens in a big hotel is like, they basically just have people combing the hallways looking for when the carts go and the trays go back out. So the problem oh, okay. is, is it looks like shit. It's, it doesn't get cleaned up. It attracts bugs. People kick them, break stuff. <laughs> like, I don't know, but, but here's the thing is I like, mean, if you're Las you've Vegas, been, there's also people just sleeping on the floor in the hallway. Well, it's a, for different reasons. Okay. I don't know if we can make a notification system for that. And in Vegas, that would probably just go it's off normal. all day. It's all normal. Yeah, yeah, right. But you, Matt, in, in my book, Million Dollar Bedroom, in the part where you're in it, which is the longest interview in the book, Matt. Thank you. Um, but you, you even talked about that, about how the people that you knew that had been and were the most successful were all doing something weird. Yeah, they're doing something weird. Riches in the niches, man. Yep. And, you know, and, and it's, you know, as we, you know, remind you that today's episode of Startup Apostles brought to you by Fullscale.io, sometimes a great business takes something that's kind of broken and just fixes it. That's all we did at full scale. We, we, we honestly didn't start, we didn't become, we became partners at Gigabook and you wanted a team in the office in the Philippines that I had established over the prior eight years. And we realized pretty quickly that all of our, all of our friends, colleagues, peers, um, wanted to be able to have access to top talent overseas, but they had had a difficult time doing it. It wasn't fast. It wasn't easy. It wasn't reliable. And then more importantly, their intellectual property control was very questionable. And they so, didn't trust them. Well, yeah, didn't we didn't invent offshoring, yeah. but we made it a hell of a lot better and a hell of a lot easier and a hell of a lot more reliable for people just like us. So, I mean, yeah. So, you know, sometimes it's not, you know, that now I got to be honest, that was tough to get mentoring on because I don't know anybody else that's ever done that. But when you look at like that 80, 20 concept, you know, in business school, Matt, they teach you that the Acme Corp builds widgets because most of the stuff is 80% the same. And then the 20% that's different is just kind of our own twist, take, or viewpoint. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I dealing with people all day. That's the part you love, right? Nope. No, not really. Is that why I'm around? Is that my job? No. Good. Your job is to read the teleprompter. But I haven't had a teleprompter in like <laughs> not for a while. Mainly because I can't find anybody <laughs> that programs it well enough. Like. The problem, if you're going to read off a teleprompter, you, you have to be committed to like, that's why Ron Burgundy says what's ever on that screen. Yeah. The moment you, the moment you think about it or, or vary from it, it's over. It's game over. So, okay. Well, Matt, you know, I, let's, let's do a little rapid fire. Cause I think we gave a lot of input about our own uh, mentoring stuff. Um, 
you know, like overall, when it comes to like, what are some other places you can find mentors? Cause here, so Kansas city, for, despite being the 28th biggest media market in the country, it grossly outperforms other cities when it comes to startups. But we have like here, we have the Kaufman Kaufman foundation, which does a lot of uh, mentoring stuff. We have pipeline entrepreneurs. Thank you very much for supporting startup hustle that you can go to pipelineentrepreneurs.com, I believe. And, uh, and then we also have hemp, the Hellsberg entrepreneurial mm-hmm. mentoring program, which we've actually gone and been on a panel mm-hmm. about their content, yeah, before, yeah, which I want to point out. I told this story the other day, you and I went into that, like complaining. We're like, Oh, this is two days. And then at the end, at the end of the first day, we both got in my truck and looked at each other. And we're like, we got to do this a lot more. Yeah. We learned a lot from it. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what are, where are some other places to find a mentor that, I mean, how about just general find people that are doing, I've said this for, 25 years find people that are doing what you want to do or have and just go ask them for some advice honestly there's nothing wrong with just tracking people down on linkedin and stuff like that and at the end of the day by asking them for some advice or using the word mentor you're more likely to get a response and maybe even guilt them into it just slightly right like oh i you know I'm young. I'm trying to figure this thing out. You're the expert. Can you give me, can you help mentor me just a little bit about this thing? They're way more likely to offer for help, right? Like you almost guilt them into it a little bit instead of the like, I want to sell you something. Like don't go down that path, but just, you know, pitch it of like, Hey, I, you know, I need some help. I'm trying to learn how to do some stuff. I really appreciate any help you can give just trying to learn. And a lot of times people are going to say, and then remember this next part. I, I will be where you need me to be when yeah. you need me to be there and for as much time as you're, as you are willing to give me and make it really easy and, for and, them and, and then do it. Yeah. Don't make it easy fucking for them. Reschedule. Don't no. ask for a variance in the time. Don't do any of that because that is annoying, right? Have a respect for the people. If you want advice from people, be respectful, be thankful, like don't waste people's time. Like, I mean, that's the thing. And then you'll find if you do that, you'll get more of it. You have access to it. Uh, you know, so. Yep. So, well, here we are at the end of the show, Matt. I mean, what other, what else do you, what else can you mentor us on about mentoring? Um, I think just not being scared to have mentors. I, I think there's some people that, I don't know. They, they don't think they need the help or they think they know everything or whatever. And yeah, those people day, aren't very successful. Those people we, aren't very successful. We all don't know. We don't know what we don't know is part of it. Right. And, and just, just be willing to ask for help, man. Be, if, if you're not sure, like I'm thinking about starting a couple new businesses and there's a lot of unknowns. Like, I don't know this stuff. And I'm seriously thinking about just, you know, first of all, going to like Reddit or discord groups and things, just asking people stuff or, you know, reaching out to some people that have done this before. I'm like, Hey, I'm just looking for some help, man. Help me out. How do I do this? How do I not screw this up? I just want a few minutes of your time. Just, I'm going to do it. I need some help. I don't, I don't know what I don't know, but I know I need help. Just be willing to take the help. That's the thing. I think you got to be humble. You got to be accommodating. And then remember just cause you, you just cause you don't have to do what the mentor says. You're looking for yeah. advice and input and it's, it's stuff that you take into consideration. Take, um, I, I, you know, when my kids give me dumb ideas too, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take it under advisement. I'm going to put it on a sticky note and I'm going to put it right there. Doesn't mean I'm going to do it. 
that's but what it's you do on, for it's me. on the sticky notes. That's what you do for me. Yeah. Yeah, right it. here. I got sticky notes right here for you. See, everybody can see this on the camera. On the my, wait, mine are pink. Yeah, yours are pink. Hot pink. They get the most attention. Shit, the pink ones. Oh sure, yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. Hang on, let me pull Watson's foot back out of his mouth now. <laughs> that seems like a good place to end the show, man. I'll catch up with you on the next one. All right, see you at the taco truck. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.